welcome to My Life in Israel podcast, where I speak the truth with people about finding a solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict while combating anti-Semitism, anti-Israel, and anti-Zionist propaganda, and rant about Israeli politics and life in Israel. I also throw in some Judaism to spice things up. Welcome to My Life in Israel. Today I want to talk about the anti-government protests that are going on here in Israel from the left who are fear-mongering and bitching and complaining about that it's the end of democracy and that and then it just fuels the people outside Israel that want to claim that Israel is some kind of fascist oppressive regime. And yet the reality is is Israel is a democracy and it's a democracy because it's allowing these protests to come about. People are allowed to protest here in Israel, even the Israeli Arabs. Now, you know who is not allowed to protest? The Arabs in Gaza, or the Arabs in, under the Palestinian Authority. Every time you, the Arabs go to protest in Gaza or the West Bank, they are beaten and jailed and tortured. And that's called, that is what a fascist dictatorship is like. And yet the media is silent when it comes to um, that it's Hamas and the PA who oppresses dissent. And among their own people. And we are the, and everybody wants to blame Israel for the oppression of the Arabs in Gaza and the West Bank, when it's Hamas and it's the PA who oppresses their own people and would rather fund terror attacks than develop uh, their own economy. And they're dependent upon the outside world to give them money to keep this thing going, to, to pay the terrorists, to pay their own salaries, instead of doing what any normal, legitimate country would do would be to feed their people and build hospitals and provide a stable economy. So make it make sense, people. All right. I don't understand what the left is so up in arms about these judicial reforms here in Israel, that they're concerned that it's the end of democracy. When, bitch, that was three years ago during COVID. Like, were you not paying attention when the governments all around the world instituted their own emergency powers to pass these laws, to force the police to come into your house and drag you out and put you in isolation and to force you to wear masks and to force you to stay in your home and to fear and to get you injected with some unknown substance? Like, that is actual fascism. That was real fascism. And where was the freaking left during all that? They were complicit. They complied because they, the left is always ruled by fear. All you have to do is put fear in them and they react. They don't fucking think about anything. And so no one was complaining on the left about all this happening three years ago. And all they did here in Israel was protest against Bibi and his corruption and his trial. Like there's no corruption on the left. Like you have some kind of moral superiority. You think you do, but you don't. And so if you knew how the Supreme Court is in America, the, the, in America, the president nominates the person for the Supreme Court and the Senate confirms it. And it's politicized. You're, you're complaining that it's going to politicize the Supreme Court, when that is actually what the check and balance is of the Supreme Court. That checks the power of the Supreme Court. You don't let the Supreme Court nominate and choose who's going to be on their court. That's why you let the, the legislature handle that. 
That is actual democracy, and it's not that way in Israel. And that's what the reforms are trying to, to correct, the imbalance of power of the Supreme Court. And if you really paid attention to the details of what's going on, you would see that. But no, all you're concerned about is the fear of what's going to happen. And you should have been worried about that three fucking years ago. So stop complaining now about the end of democracy. What is going on with the right with these judicial reforms? They are trying to make an effort to appease the left and water down the reforms when if it's the other way around, the left doesn't give a damn about what the other side thinks. They, they're not ever interested in negotiating and reform. All they do is want to put through their own way. And so whenever the left is in charge and the right protests against what they're doing, they, they call everybody an extremist and anti-democratic and fascist. And they are the ones that scream and yell to shut down protests. And then, so when the right is in power and the left protests, suddenly because the media is all on their side, they blow everything up and they make it seem like the right is so being anti-democratic and fascist. When it's literally the opposite. And so why doesn't the right ever learn from the left and just call the left what it's doing to be anti-democratic and fascist? And they're the ones that are calling for violence and they're using bully tactics and incitement and intimidation to get their way. And why doesn't the right call that out and for what it is? And they're trying to cause an insurrection. In America, they're, they're calling everybody on the right who opposes the left as a domestic terrorist and causing an insurrection. And to where the point that they're freezing bank accounts and they're arresting people who even show up to protest. They're like they're getting ahead of the game and they're telling people you can't even protest or you're going to be a domestic terrorist and be arrested. So why doesn't the right ever learn from the tactics that the left uses? Why does the right always have to be so nice and want to compromise? And this is why nothing ever gets done here. It's because the left knows that it can always do this and get its way. So... Please, let the right needs to learn from the left and start using the same tactics and call these people out for being insurrectionists and domestic terrorists and to shut this down and to stop people from using these tactics to stop democracy. All right, I want to talk about something that happened. A Haredi couple was brutally beaten when they drove mistakenly into an anti-judicial reform protest in Tel Aviv. And the people just were like animals. They beat up the car and they dragged the man out and beat him and hit him with the flagpole to where he was bloodied and there was no reason for it and this shows what this these protests are really all about it's really all about an anti-religious sentiment from the secular public and they they are under the false impression that this is about religious coercion and it's not if they would pay attention if the left were in charge and making these same reforms they would be for it because they want to be the ones in control they're only against it because it's from the right when it's the religious that have been a minority in this country and they want to protect their religious minority rights and you're so so wanting to protect minorities except for when it comes to the religious minority do the Haredim go into Tel Aviv and attack people for not being modest or wearing head coverings or not keeping Shabbat? No, they have no interest in doing that. But the secular want to go into Jerusalem and force their way into religious neighborhoods and have their pride parades. And they want to go into B'nai Brak, a Haredi neighborhood, and force their way to make provocations against the Haredim.
And it's that's not democracy. That's secular, liberal fascism. You should respect the, the religious, whether you agree with them or not. Because without the Torah, there is no Israel. Without the Torah, there is no Jewish people. So what the fuck, people? So you should be ashamed of yourselves of the way you're acting. And you want to act like the, the Arabs in the West Bank who are attacking the Jews and lynching the Jews simply because they're Jews. And you want to act the same freaking way. Shame on you. Thanks for listening to My Life in Israel podcast. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for non-podcast videos. If you enjoyed the podcast, like, share, comment, and follow me on Spotify and other podcast apps so you never miss another episode. Support my work and support Israel by making a one-time or monthly donation or becoming a subscriber to get access to exclusive content. The links are in my profile and description. And stay tuned because I have a lot more to say. Am Israel High.